Talk one-on-one here on a Sunday afternoon from 6 to 8 p.m. here at the Vox Wave studio. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, something I don't usually do, but I'm going to do this because we've been meaning to do this for a while. The phone number here mm-hmm. is 240-719-2560. Again, the phone number to the studio is 240-719-2560. If you got comments, you got questions, you want to call in, get your voice heard, that's the phone number to do it. Um... If it's your first time joining us, what we usually do on this show is we talk about past uh, experiences, revelations, testimonies, and grateful things that the Most High has done for us in the past week. We talk about things that we learned about in the Word, and we just chop it up, and we try to expose the devil, and we do expose the devil in every way, shape, or form uh, through these uh, conversations. Um, as we usually start off, we start off with 
prayer requests and um, testimonies come right after, after we have prayer. Prayer requests real quick um, for my family uh, that's traveling. I think most of them have already left uh, from Huntsville, Alabama to go home. They were down in Huntsville, Alabama burying one of my relatives this past weekend. My parents actually get back uh, within an hour to DCA, so I'm praying, you know, traveling mercies for them. Um, pray f I'm praying for a couple co-workers of mine who um, I realize, I, I am selfish at one point. I have been trying to get away from my job and to go do what most High had me to do, you know what I'm saying, earlier than ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then when I started pressing that prayer, that's when I started seeing people at my job that I was having, started having spiritual conversations with. Mm -hmm. And that's when, when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. So I guess this is my assignment while I'm here, not only just to work, but to, you know, let my light shine on, in the job space. So I'm praying for a couple of coworkers of mine. Um, uh, names don't, don't really need to be, need to be mentioned because I have several. Um, and also, man, I'm, I'm thankful today, man. Right. Really, I'm really, I'm really grateful. Had a, had a bomb weekend, had a bunch of good conversations with several people. Um, shout out to the brother Keelan Fielder. We're going to see if we can get him in, in here next week. He has a powerful testimony. And this young brother, he's a powerful young brother. He's a minister of the gospel. And right now, lights are being cut on in his head, man. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's seeing a bunch of light. And the same thing, and we're going to get into this a little bit later, he opened up his testimony of what everything that he's been through the past you know, couple months to a year by saying something wasn't right. He said that those words, the magical words, not magical, but the, the convicting words is something isn't right. And when something isn't right, it prompted him to action. Um, prayer request, bro, what you got? What you got, man? My, my prayer request is that uh, the most I continue to remove the strong delusion. Mm -hmm. And I can clearly see, because people are starting to sense that something ain't right, the delusion is being removed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's evidence that the delusion is being removed. Because for the longest time, everything seemed fine. Seemed fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to get into it, but one thing the brother said that was key was he didn't know what to look for. He didn't know what to seek for mm -hmm. until the most I showed him something wasn't right. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, how you, what the Ethiopian eunuch say, man, how can I understand what this stuff say unless somebody, somebody explain it to me? So if we don't know that it needs to be explained, we're not going to know it's a problem. Right. You know, and... Continue to pray for clarity, for the truth to continue to be revealed. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you know, E E court day coming up Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the 15th. Yeah, Friday. That's right. Um, that's right. So this is going to be a trying week for him, I know, mentally, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, we got to be of good cheer because the most of your has overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And the world is against us. He said, man, they ain't going to know you. They ain't, they ain't going to receive you because they didn't receive, receive me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be persecuted for his name's sake. As a hope, man. We ain't going all that. But um, my health, you know what I'm saying, uh, endurance to keep pushing mm -hmm. and uh, keep digging, keep shaking the haters off, welcoming them at the same time because they're, you know, per was, uh, uh, perseverance produces patience. Mm -hmm. Perseverance, so produces, perseverance patience. produces patience. So <laughs> let's, we're going to welcome everybody that's in opposition so we can get stronger. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's you helping us by hating. Please keep doing it. And I ain't talking about none of our listeners, but not our regulars, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, if, you, if you know somebody that's like, oh, man, them dudes don't know what they're talking about, encourage them to call in. <laughs> encourage them to 
to reach out and um, engage us in some spiritual debates, you know. But um, endurance, uh, deliverance, mm -hmm. um, continual removal of the strong delusion, and health. And and our old, our old, our elderly, of course, mm -hmm. uh, as usual. Okay. Thought you as well. Father, thank you for bringing us here and assembling us once again to do your work. We can never underestimate the privilege that it is being the vessels that we are that you would choose to use us week in and week out. So we thank you for that. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for life, health, and strength. And we ask that you continually be with our health. Thank you for the clarity and the light that you've given us to remove delusion, Father. And we pray that that just nothing but spread, especially when we're doing this work here. Let us decrease so that you increase. Please send us your holy ruach to speak through us right now that uh, the listeners may not hear Brad and Oh, but they may hear you. And encourage them to uh, gain a better relationship and a stronger relationship with you. Pray that you be with my co-workers in a very special way and their various struggles and things that they're dealing with, Father. Um, give them the victory to overcome. And they're, they're currently now seeking your face and seeking to get a stronger relationship with you, so I know you will deliver. Please uh, be with E. Coming up on uh, the, the court date this Friday, we already know miracles in store, so we shouting right now. Thank you for the victory and the, the mighty victory. I, I expect it to blow our minds how, how everything is just going to be smoothed out because that's just exactly what happens. Thank you for the blessing, the finances that you've given us this past weekend, Father, and you just keep opening doors, and we thank you for the opportunity at the drug treatment facility as well. Uh, I'd like to pray for all the brothers and sisters of Hurtproud, those who are here, who are not here, for the brother Keelan Fielder, um, who I spoke to this weekend and many things that he's dealing with, Father. Um, I pray for every uh, show that comes through this through this studio and every member on that show, whether they got something positive or negative to say, you know exactly where they are, Father. I just ask that you manifest your grace and your power and your mercy towards these people, mm -hmm. towards everyone, so they can come to understand who you are. Because everybody in the end will have to give an account. So we know if it hasn't happened yet, it will happen. Um, I pray over the engineer, the ownership of this studio, and uh, continue to bless and move us as you see fit. In your son's name I pray. Amen. 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 Yeah, man. Um, had several <clears throat> good conversations this week. Started last week. Maybe think it was like either Wednesday or Thursday. I rapped to you, and you gave me a, a mean spill about, uh, you know, this, this the, the BS week that you was having. Mm -hmm. You was just pushing through the junk, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I do not want to forget how you have been tested with the fact that them, them boys rolled up on you while you were sitting in your truck, man. Oh, man. You ain't even talk about that, you know what I'm saying? All, off, the, off the humble, just flashlights, get out the car and all Bruh. this. You wasn't doing nothing. You was sitting... And that's, that'd, be the whole, that'd be the worst thing. We ain't, ain't going to get too much deep into it, but I see how the harassment goes. You know what I'm saying? The harassment, the nonstop harassment from the enemy, man. Um, I've been in the same place. You know what I'm saying? I tend to uh, put my foot in my mouth a whole bunch, or not, not necessarily in that metaphor, but get myself into stuff that I shouldn't be getting into. And the devil finds a way to harass me through that means. And... Um, I always look at myself with guilt and like, man, why did I make that stupid mistake again? And these types of thoughts almost prevented me from having Bible study this past Friday night. But the theme of endurance kept getting refreshed in my mind and everything I was dealing with. We talked about talked to you on the phone, talked about endurance. Then um, I think I had talked to Darian. He was uh, talking about different things he was dealing with, just trying to make it through and enduring. I seen an article. You know what I'm saying? They're talking about the endurance of, of the spirit, how we're supposed to endure as Christians. And Peter talked to me about endurance. I was like, okay, all right. E endurance is the word. 
but I didn't have anything planned to say up until one hour before we had Bible study on Friday night, it was around 7.30 p.m. And the Most High took me through uh, about 10 scriptures. He actually told me to write down 10, mm-hmm. the number, 10. He was like, one, two, he's like, go until you have 10. And when I ended, I ended with Second uh, Peter 1, 6, which I'm going to read shortly. But also, the quick recipe. Have you ever been on YouTube seeing them DIY videos, you know what I'm saying, do it yourself or or you try to make a recipe and there's like three ingredient recipe, four ingredient recipe. It's real simple, you know what I'm saying? And it gets a lot of people to click on that link because nobody wants to do a whole bunch of work to make a good meal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want it short. I found, and the most high pointed this out to me in Romans 12, 12, the ingredients to enduring. And Romans 12, 12 reads, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read 9 through 19. And it's talking about behaving, you know what I'm saying, like, like a follower of the most high. It says... Uh, starting in verse 9, it says, Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, and cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving Yahweh. But then here goes the three-piece recipe for enduring. You're supposed to rejoice in hope, be patient in your tribulation, and continue steadfast in prayer. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like that is because a lot of people don't have hope, Slim. They look at their situations, and whether they know the most high, sometimes they do know the most high, they still don't have hope. That's because there's a lack of faith or a lack of belief. There's a, there's a schism somewhere. And if we have hope, we're supposed to rejoice in the hope. And what that does, that gives us a fervent, it, it like strengthens the fact that we have hope. It's like, man, it's going to be a better day someday. You know what I'm saying? When all my whole family was crying and, 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 and sad because we had lost members of our family, it was only before a short time. Because they knew that there was a hope of a second resurre- of, a, of a resurrection, first resurrection, and when they when they had that hope, we didn't dwell in our sorrow a long period of time. We rejoiced in the hope that was yet to come, and that that pretty much stayed us over through the mourning process. What's up? Real quick, I'm gonna let you keep going. Lamentations three twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, have I hope. It is a Yahweh's mercies that we are not consumed right. because his compassions fell not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I, I opened to that and then you jumped into hope, so I figured I might as well insert that. That fits. Yeah, that fits. Young, so mm, when we were talking about this on Friday night, I believe it was necessary because everybody in that room had been dealing with a lot that week. And it is necessary for us to know that we have to push through times like these. Because when the blessings and the answers and the open doors come, they come and they blow our minds away. They always do. The Most High doesn't operate, you know, in anything but miraculous. Right. That's how I view it. Even when, you know what I'm saying, this bro- actually, I actually remember this. Uh, it's coming back to my mind now. When we were sitting in church and a brother who did tithe and offering, he was talking about that large sum of money that he needed and it got sent in the mail. Three days, three to four days before he needed it and it arrived on the day that he oh, yeah, needed it. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. And it brought him it brought him to tears while he was talking about it because in his life it's just a testimony. It's like, you know, I sent up a prayer. It seemed like God was dragging his feet. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like he wasn't hearing me. But when he needed the answer, it came through right on time. And there are hundreds of, you know, testimonies where people can acknowledge that. You know, even songs about it. You might not get them when you want them, but he'll be there right, right on, on time. time. He's an on time. God, yes he is. You know what I'm saying? It's an old gospel song. Um, 
But that was very key to me, the endurance. And then, you know, moving through the weekend, we had several conversations at the church. And then afterward, when I was talking to Keelan, and, and, and pretty much all those conversations I was having was one or two things were going on in the conversation. People were talking about what they had been through and how they've been able to make it past that and they have hope to keep pushing forward. Or it was the conversation have of the key phrase that I believe, you know what I'm saying, everybody is going to have this realization when they first start to seek truth is something isn't right. I was talking to Sherman on Friday night and he was like, he said he came from Methodist, from a Methodist church. He was either Methodist or Baptist. Baptist. To, Baptist to the SDA church. And even while he was in our church, he figured that something wasn't right. When he was studying, he was getting his word from the pulpit, but something in his spirit was still stirring. And that caused him to seek more light, seek more truth based on what he had already known until he could satiate that problem in his mind that something isn't right. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to the brother Fit Keelan, and he said the same thing. He said as he was preaching up there, as he was going through his doctrine and the material that he had, he was in disagreement of how some of the things were being taught and then also more important things pertinent to the time that we're living in were not being taught. And in his mind, it's like something isn't right. Mm -hmm. And it started with him on time. Now he's going, I'm going to try to, like I said, I'm going to try to get him in here uh, next week so he can talk more about it. But his, uh, his viewpoint is very powerful. It struck me as very powerful. But again, it began as something not being right. And I believe me and you, the way we, you know, embarked on this, this journey that we still ain't finished trying to find out more information, digging deeper into this word, finding out about more truth. It all begins with the fact that something in our spirit isn't right. You know what I'm saying? Not in our spirit, but we notice something when we come to worship. You know what I'm saying? That something isn't right. So let me finish going through this chapter because I said I would. Verse 13 of Romans 12, it says, Distur it's, So rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, and continuing steadfast in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitalities. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay says Yahweh. That whole portion to me sounds like it could have come straight out of Proverbs, really. It gives good sound counsel on how we should be living our lives, not confrontationally, as, as far as possible, live peaceably with all men. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Stay humble. You know what I'm saying? These are good maxims to install in your very own life, and you'll go far. You know, but when, uh, when we were reading it, and we were seeing how it equates to uh, enduring. I was just glad that we had the recipe. I was glad that we had several promises. We went through several scriptures, uh, you know, encouraging us to be patient and to be and to be able to endure because the Savior himself had to endure even when he was down here. So if we're going to follow his example, then we know we got to endure some stuff that, you know, might not be too comfortable. But in the end, it's going to be for our betterment mm -hmm. because if we endure... That means we're getting refined. We're getting purified. But in the end, we will be better than the former. And the hope of that is what, you know what I'm saying, keeps us going. It keeps us going. Um, 
it was powerful, man. It was powerful. And um, I'm thankful that we got this word. I know we got a couple things we're going to look up um, regarding uh, not only endurance, but the subject that you had in mind to, to jump off on, man. But um, if I could give a final word on enduring, you know what I'm saying? This book right here is chock full of promises to keep you going. Whenever you feel like, you know what I'm saying, the road is too rough, take a time. Take a, everybody, you know, you've heard this before, woo-saw or take a breath. You know what I'm saying? Take a time out to collect yourself. But I would go one step further and just send up a prayer real quick because we are also told through the scriptures that if we ask for peace, that he'll give us that peace, peace of mind. And if we keep our minds stayed on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. The word also says that as well. So if we have these types of promises, then we have the remedy to any time things are getting too hectic and too stressful. And, you know what I'm saying, sometimes it seems like we can't make it or the stress is too much. We got to endure. Because if we endure, you know what I'm saying, we'll be better for it. We'll be better for it. Um, what is the definition of endure? Did you have that readily available? I did not, but it ain't no thing. Endure. Uh, I remember you read that joint Friday night. That joint was powerful. How it applied. The definition of endure. Um, endure. I think I read endurance, endure, and enduring. But endure is to remain firm, to sustain or undergo without breaking or yielding. Mm. To put up with, submit to, with patience, hmm. to be compatible with, to permit, um, to remain firm as under adversity, suffer without giving up, mm -hmm. to remain in existence. Mercy. I've heard, you know, in several movies and shows, you know, don't give up, never give up, never give up, because giving up and, you know, submitting to the pressure can kind of turn into a pattern. And I'm speaking from first-person experience. But the thing is, the thing that took me out of that pattern of, of temporarily giving up, I wasn't cool living with myself knowing that I had given up on something that I started out to finish. For instance, I remember, I, I'll be, I, <laughs> I remember this. I remember I had thoughts one time when I was in high school, varsity team, to quit the team. I love playing ball, you know what I'm saying? When I was, I need to be playing like more often, not like now, but definitely when I was in high school and college, I was playing. And I went out for the varsity team, but the coach of the team, when he was getting this, he had something called preseason conditioning. So it wasn't basketball practice or shoot around, it was preseason conditioning. And what he had us do is he had us run a mile before and after practice. Didn't matter. We had practice three times a week. Right. So we's, we's running, you know what I'm saying? And... I remember when we first started, I was like, man, I can't do this. I'm about to, I was like, I'm going to just have to fall back, maybe not play. But the thought of how I would feel about how could I live with myself about doing that, especially when all the other brothers is like making the team and stuff like that, I was like, I did not want to live with that type of shame on me. So I was like, nah, I bumped that. I'm going to just push through. I don't care if I got to crawl across the finish line. I'm going to at least complete it. I'm not going to give up. And it just so happens that doing that gave me the confidence to run because I didn't like to I didn't like to run long distances because I had asthma at the time, you know what I'm saying, and that was a big hindrance mentally and physically on me. I was like I can't do it, but when I changed my thinking, 
And I was just like, nah, bump that. I'm going to do it because I don't want to deal with the shame of saying I quit. Then I kept going. You know what I'm saying? And every person comes to that decision, man. Every person comes to that decision, whether you give up, whether you got the choice to give up, or you continue to push on through. And um, shoot, to endure, to be steadfast. You know what I'm saying? Just like the definition said, I think I like that word the most, to be steadfast. Because that doesn't mean whatever comes your way, you're going to push through that joint. You're going to push through it. What you gig on that? Man, it's funny you said that, right? What's up? And, you know, in the spirit of transparency, that's, <clears throat> that's what we're doing this show. I, had, I, told you, I told you about this that I, I, haven't, I haven't made up for yet, but the most I just told me. That's how we go to the studio up there at Justin People House. Uh-huh. I got to go to High Point High School. And I got to complete that lap around that track. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look, I'll complete it with you, shoot. I got to, bro, because um, it was crazy, because... I hated hate doing that, man. I mean, I was... I was, I, 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 was un, I was completely unprepared. Uh-huh. I didn't... I didn't, ex, I didn't practice with the track team. I thought I was fast. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how ignorant a, nigga, a brother was back in the day. Right? <laughs> uh, I had on the, I don't know if you remember L.A. Gears, right? Right, right. I had on these big Bama Tongue L.A. Gears. The tongue was like this big on them joints, right? <laughs> they wasn't tied up. Right. But I thought I was fast. Right. Right. So I'm at the start block. I mean, actually, it was, a, it was a relay. I think it was a relay. Pretty sure it was a relay because I was running the last leg. I wanted to bring up the rear. Well, you was Bama an anchor. All the way out. I was an anchor, yeah, because I dropped straight to the bottom <laughs> and kept that thing from moving. Yeah, that's what it was. I was, I was an anchor for real. But I got to running and ran out my shoe. Oh. Because it wasn't even tied up. That's right. And I ain't got right. no problem being straight about that. You know, I think I was probably like nine. I might have been 11. No, nah, I was like nine or 10, somewhere around there. I was fast. I just wasn't the smartest fast person. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I didn't take, I didn't have my shoes tied all the way up, first of all. Right. Wasn't even in no track shoes. Jokers was out that Church Olympics. Yeah. Jokers was serious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They had to cleave. They had the track shoes. Right. Man, Joe. Ran out my shoe about 20 yards from the finish line. I had to go back and get my shoe. Right. <laughs> but by the time I got back to get my shoe, everybody oh, yeah, was finished yeah, yeah, the yeah. race. Of course, of course. Everybody like, backwards. nah, go ahead and cross the finish line. That was the last time I got embarrassed. And that was extremely embarrassing. But yeah. after that, I made my mind up. I'm not getting embarrassed no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't embarrass to this day. I probably should. Mm-hmm. But that created something to me, man, that I hadn't really given a lot of thought to. I have thought in my adult years, especially since I've been like 30, 35. So from 35, I, mean, I got to go back up high point, man. I got to finish that race. Finish that lap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to finish the race. Even if it's, man, ain't nobody, ain't nobody got to be up there. The most I seen that I quit, he seen I gave up. Mm-hmm. I could have got my shoe and walked. Dead last anyway, yeah. but at least crossed the finish line. At least crossed the finish line. The race is not to the swift. But it's to those that endure, endure. To, to the, the end. end. That's right. You understand what Where I'm saying? Where is that found? Let's find that hey, now because hey, I, uh, I know I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Keep talking. But it, it, it was just, it's just wild because, I mean, it, it really hits home that I'm sure it's a lot of people that, that put your, anybody that put their hand to the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's in Matthew. That messed me up going to school. You know what I'm saying? Only being down there a semester and a half, going for what, for theology and religion, didn't complete it. I come home, I'm like, well, Put my hand to the plow. I look back. I guess the kingdom ain't for me. Misconception. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm not even going to try to go into what it actually means, mm-hmm. that particular verse. But yeah, man, um, we got to finish. We got to finish our race. 
You can't worry about finishing somebody else's race. I mean, you know, if your brother fall, I mean, yeah, it's all right to go back, help him, pick him up. Y'all cross the finish line together. Bottom line, cross the finish line. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, eight hundred thousand, a million, whatever your number is when you cross that finish line, cross the finish line, man. And I, I got an unfinished flipping race, man. That's been there since I was like nine years old. And that probably that could explain a lot of stuff, and you know, subconsciously, mm -hmm. where I just be like, effort. In a oh, lot of situations, yeah. man. Whatever effort. Yeah, that's you know what, what I'm saying. I, and that's what I'm talking about. You you can adopt that real quick, man. Real. It started young. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. Man, after that, I ain't man. Nah, you go finish it. You know, yeah, you, you yeah. get smart with people. Like, man, come on, man, finish it, man. No. Yeah. No. Man, no. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna keep running. <laughs> man, no. But whole time, you know, and then when it did nothing, when it probably when it did something stupid, I can I can think of several things that I got a memory of that I probably did after that that I shouldn't have did. Probably wouldn't even happen if I'd have just finished the race. Mm -hmm. Last or not. Could have came in at least second or third. Still wasn't as fast as I thought I was because Jokers was out there ready to run. They was ready to run. They run. had their track shorts on. You know, mm -hmm. they, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. out there in regular, you know, shorts, probably jean shorts. You know what I'm saying? Just like, man, I'm out to race. Shoes ain't tied up. Wrong type of shoes. But, you know, I got to do that. Yeah, that, that. That's what he said. He said that. He brought it back to my memory. Next time we go to the studio of Justin Peoples joint, High point right down the street. Okay. I got to go down there and finish that session. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully my heart be right and I don't die out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trying to run a quarter right. mile. Yeah. Not even a quarter mile. I think I think the most I respect the fact that you're going out there to complete it and I, give you what you need I to do. I got to. I have no choice. Uh, at this point, you done brought it back up. I was hoping that wouldn't come back up. <laughs> you know? uh, I'll tell you this, though. Like, after that process, um... What, what the coach had inspired to do by making us do that, we achieved because what happened was we outran every team that we played. Mm. Even teams that were more skilled and more organized than we were. We just we just ran them out, ran them out the gym, kind of like what the Warriors be doing to Bamas. They run you out. They got a high-paced flow of basketball. That's, what, that's how they play, and you got to keep up with them. They got the endurance. Yeah, they got the endurance. They got the endurance, and that's what we had, man. It was like young gazelles up and down that court, man. Shoot, it was great. Dude that can, the dude that can keep running, I don't care how many points you come out and score, and I was never an, excuse me, an organized basketball or organized any sport player. I loved football, never played it organized, you know what I'm saying? Could never really play basketball. I just had a shot every now and then. But man, if you can outrun the opponent, say defense wins games. Yeah. As long as you can stay going up and down that court, if the offense, if the opposing team's offense get tired, mm -hmm. Because you're the defense and the offense, you right. know what I'm saying? But if you can keep running, nine times out of ten, you're going to beat them in the mm -hmm. long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We got to figure so out. Much. We got to learn that we got to keep running. This thing that we in, this, this, they say the Christian walk. I say it's more like a march, man. This thing is a march. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't done march until we get designed, period. That's how, that's how I'm, th that's how I'm thinking about it. Um. But yeah, man. So uh, that word of endurance—that's uh, that's what I—that's what I got for him today, man. Um, what you cracking on, man? I know you've been—you've been drilling for like the past twelve hours. You've been just in it. And you know, it, with that, it's—it's it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot of information. I'm not gonna try. Right, to dig squeeze in. it into it. Overarch the desire of why you were digging into it. Man, because I recognize that from the, my mother told me the other day when I was talking on the phone, it's like she, 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 she stopped me and gave me a word. She do that from time to time. She's like, you know, she mm -hmm. believed that 
what we're gonna do mm -hmm. is is like bring this three angels message thing around mm -hmm. to the forefront and i believe that you know she's been telling us since we was kids that that we're gonna be used to tear satan's kingdom down you know and if if he's built his kingdom on a lie and he's usurped himself in a position of authority as the savior as the most highest representative on earth through a religious organization and somebody got to pull his card. Gotcha. Somebody got to be the one to call that mess out. Even if you go to what the three angels' messages is, I mean, we can read them. You know what I'm saying? It's in Revelation 14. He said, um, Fear God and give him glory. Babylon is fallen, is fallen. The first angel. Mm -hmm. He say, uh, Verse 6, Revelation 14, 6, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth. The everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth. And to every nation and every kindred and tongue and people. I mean, I'm going to look up. What, 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 what's, your, what's, what's, what's your definition of gospel? You know what? That's crazy that you asked that because I was supposed to ask you that earlier this week and I forgot. <laughs> What's the definition of gospel? Here we go. Because I mean, when I think of gospel, I think of one. Th I think of two things. I think about the story of redemption, the plan, which is the plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. That's the gospel. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is the music genre. <laughs> mm. Those are the only two things that come to my mind when I hear the word gospel. See, we've been taught. You know, you tell. I used to tell people this all the time. When you go to the Bible, start with the Gospels. Read about Jesus. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Start with the story of Jesus. The Gospel is the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what we're taught the Gospel is. A good news definition of Gospel. Good news or tidings, especially the announcement of the salvation of mankind mm -hmm. by, in this book it says, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say Hamashiach Yahawashah. In general, the doctrines of the New Testament. I disagree. Something received is absolutely true. I agree with that. Any doctrine earnestly advocated by its supporters. Any doctrine earnestly advocated by its supporters. That's gospel. The history of the life and doctrines of Hamashiach Yahawashiach. I agree with that. Contained in the first four books of the New Testament. One of these books... One of these books, the first four books in the New Testament. All right, I'm, I'm basically, according to the, you know to the definition, is mm -hmm. the good news, or yeah, the good news or tidings about the salvation of mankind, mankind. through the life and sacrifice of the Savior, Hamashiach mm -hmm. These them stories. You, I don't know if you can put that in the category of everlasting. Because everlasting has really no beginning, mm -hmm. no middle, and no end. Right. It's been, it is, and it's going to be. Mm -hmm. So we know, even if, not to dwell on this, but we know, the, we know that the term Jesus was created. Mm -hmm. So it, it has a beginning mm -hmm. at some point in Earth's history, around 15-something. The Son, who was with the Father in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, 
And the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among men. Mm -hmm. So the Most High Son has always been there. He's, been. Mm -hmm. He's always going to be there. We can debate what his name was in heaven. We can debate. We can't debate what his name was here, but we can debate what his name was in heaven. But regardless, he, he, be, he has, his beginning came when the Most High said, this is my son today, I have begotten him. Mm -hmm. He chose him to be his, represent, his representative on this planet as well as in heaven. He was the second in command. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if the gospel is everlasting, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel, meaning it wasn't necessarily something new. Mm. Mm -hmm. The promise was made in the garden mm -hmm. that there was going to be enmity put between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. The seed of the woman was going to bruise the serpent's head, and the serpent's seed was going to bruise the seed of the woman's heel. I believe that's where the gospel began. That's where the promise of redemption to mankind began. I got somebody that I'm going to bring through this woman at some point mm -hmm. that's going to clean this mess up that y'all just started. Right. That y'all just did when y'all gave away y'all, y'all uh, authority, y'all authority, mm -hmm. and you you allowed, you gave away your rep. Uh, he 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 created man as a representation mm -hmm. of himself right. here on this planet. On this planet, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and and that's that's you know in the Hebrew it's it's uh in Strong's Concordance is H six seven five four. If y'all study like that, H six seven five four, it's he was a representative. You know what I'm saying? In Genesis 1, 26, let us make man in our image. The image that he was referring to, as well as in Exodus 24, where it said, do not create any graven image. Don't make any fake representation. I have a representation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man is his representation. But he gave up that authority mm -hmm. to the enemy, the usurper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about the everlasting gospel. And then when he did that, that's when he started making other images. That's, That's when all that graven, yeah. that graven mess came mm -hmm. in. That stuff that has really no substance. Graven. What, 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 what does graven even mean? What does graven mean? Graven image. What Up to graven? something that's molded or carved or fashioned into a likeness, I'm thinking. That's, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. Something graven. etched. Something etched. Gravy. Gravy. Grave. Grave. Graven. Uh, cut, carved, mm -hmm. cut or carved. Something, Something cut, is cut or, or carved. carved. That's it. An idol. Mm -hmm. Something cut or carved. It says an idol. An idol. Oh. You know, cut or carved, such as an idol. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we know what the idol is. You know, anything that's really put before the Most High. So you can cut or carve something in your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 try to make it reality. A thought. Yeah. You can carve a thought out of. You can carve it. An image in your mind and make that something that you adhere to as, mm. as it's your God or whatever. Everybody, you know, they talk about a higher power. Anything can be your higher power. I've heard it said that tree could be your higher power, whatever keeps you sustained. So you're making that, you, you're giving the authority of the Most High to this image, this graven image that you created or carved out in your head that you want to be what's in control in your life. That's not what he's talking about, but it's everlasting gospel. To preach unto all them that dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear Elohim, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made worship him that made heaven and earth, the sea and the fountains of waters. A lot of people had gods that they worshiped, but they can't get they can't take credit for creating the heavens and the earth. You may want to believe that they gave you some type of financial 
blessing or helped you here or there, but are they the ones that made the heavens and the earth? The thing that always used to puzzle me is the process of it. I mean, in Scripture, in the Old Testament, he would, the Most High walked through the process of a man going out to the woods, cutting down a tree, taking it home, fashioning it, covering it with gold, and then kneeling down to pray for it, to ask, ask it for what he needs. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I mean, the thought process of that is so, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And it's. But what drives a man to do that? What? When? When is the? First of all, the other thing to be blowing me is. I mean, the other thing that 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 shocks me in that same process is, we tend to put ourselves in the place of God, because, that's what that's what that's what that's what sin does. You know right. what I'm saying? We know better than him. But you, man. But since we were created to worship. Mm-hmm. We have to have something to worship. We have to have something to worship. That's we the key. We have to have something to worship. Hey. That's why that, hey. that, 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 that need and that desire to make something graven. We have to have something to worship. Wow. Because we were made to worship. Because that's what he did. He created us for that purpose. But, but this is what he tells you. This is what he tells us in Exodus chapter 20. Man, That's what he tells us. He, he warns us. He, he gives us a heads up. He say, uh, he say, uh. We were created to worship, so we give it. Elohim spake all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, God Elohim, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Don't go carving nothing. Yeah. Don't go create nothing in like your head and trying to make it me. Of any, or don't create any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath. Or that is in the water Lord under the earth. That's he knew, everywhere. He knew because we were created to worship. Uh -huh. If you go as far as to do that, he knew what the next step was. Right. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to serve them. Oh yeah. Nor thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. Nor serve them. Because you can bow down to something and not necessarily be in service of it. Hmm. But when you allow your mind to, you like, I'm about to go out here and, and put this work in for my tree that I cut down out my backyard and I shaped into a. I think about I think about people who worship celebrities, like people who this this always this I'm telling you I'm be as real as I can possibly can be. I remember when I first saw a celebrity in in the club, it was in the club, mm -hmm. and I had gone to see Snoop at at Dream. Mm -hmm. That's to, that should take you back, because mm -hmm. Dream ain't even Dream no more. Dream got turned into Love's Nightclub, one of the fanciest nightclubs DC ever had. And Snoop was performing up there, joint with Dre, and um, a couple other West Coast dudes. And I remember when he came out there on the stage, females and dudes lost their mind, lost their mind. And I'm just like, oh, cool, it's it's it's, it's Snoop. But then that's it. It's another human who. Has that name? He's he has some celebrities. He's famous, you know what I'm saying? But that's about as far as it go for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This he don't know me. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna give me nothing. The only thing I could do to him is like, hey, what's up, dog? You doing your thing? Give him a handshake. But then that's it. And I've actually done that with some celebrities. What's up, man? How you doing? You doing your thing? Give him a hand. And that's all I've said. It ain't been it ain't been no autograph for. Can I take a picture with you? Right. I didn't. I first of all, I felt since I was a man, I was you know that's that's kind of punkish to do that. You know, that's just me. Unless it's a man I greatly respect. Right. Like if it was um, 
Thurgood Marshall when he was still alive or Barack Obama. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Come take, you know, you, you're doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I respect what you do. But there are people who follow certain celebrities. They bash those who speak against them. They go after the livelihood of those who sit, who go, who see, who speak against them. They'll go as far, especially with the access that social media gives, to tear that person's whole online reputation down, which is possible nowadays. You know, so whatever you have your digital thumbprint or fingerprint, they take somebody can tear you apart. But to do that in in favor of somebody who doesn't know you, but is profound in your eyes, that's worship. That's worship. That's 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 worship. That's man. exactly what it is. And it's worship. To go that hard for another human being, it's and it, you know what? I'm glad we said that's that's. I think that's the most profound thing that's been said thus far. The fact that we were created to worship, that's where this base desire comes from. We're gonna find something that's better than ourselves and hold it higher than ourselves, especially when we don't know the most high. Mm. We're gonna put something else high, but he's the most high, and we don't look to him because he's too high. And we're created for to some do people. That. Yeah, we're created to do. That. We're created to. We're created to have a desire to serve. Something. Well, it's something because we fell away from what we're supposed to be serving. Right. So we got to fill that void with something. Right. We got to serve something. Even with Nebuchadnezzar, man, the Joker. I mean, you think about you think about when Nebuchadnezzar had the dream. He gave the uh, the uh, the decree. He's like, um, y'all tell me what this dream mean. Y'all tell me what the dream was and what it mean. Could nobody do it? Daniel had the little diet, came through, told him what it, told him what he dreamed and what it meant. Shocked the mess out of him. Gave him all the lavishes that he could want because he did that. But a little bit of time passed. He got back to, Mm-mm. I got I got to be the one. Looking so, at his kingdom. Yeah, looking at his kingdom. Thought yeah. about, and he said, I'm the gold head. Mm-hmm. But after the head comes the chest of silver, that means I'm going to end. But we'll bump that. I want a whole image of gold. And y'all bow down to that. Mm. And because I'm the one that set it up, this is what I am worshiping. And to show you that I got power, I want everybody else to worship what I worship. That takes it to a whole other level. That takes the devotion, or the, that's making somebody else worship what you worship. And the Most High told us why he didn't want us to do that. He's, he's, he said, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh, thy Elohim, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me. Why so if you're going to worship something else, Why yeah. wouldn't you? apparently you, you hate me. Why wouldn't you be? Dog, what if, I mean, it, think about this. We are his kids, his creation, and we give in praise, honor, and worship to something that is inanimate, and it had nothing to do with us being here. Would that not make you mad parents? Think about your children going and calling a statue dad or mom. Or giving that thing the honor and respect that is due to a parent to something or somebody else. That would infuri- that would make you jealous. They do it with their video games. Uh-huh. They give honor and respect to their games that they don't get to their parents. I parents say, you cut that game off. Wait. Mm. No. I'm almost finished. I was talking to Raphael. He was like, <laughs> he said, he said he has mentees. Which I, I believe is very powerful. Is. He's a mentor. He's a, okay, he's a, okay, he's a, he's a okay, big no. brother. I thought you were talking about a video game. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm going into that. He says some of his he's a mentor. So some of his mentees that he picks up, he's like, if he goes over there and they playing Fortnite or or one of them battle royale games, you know what I'm saying? And he gets there when they're playing it, 
And the mother tells the child to cut it off. He's like, they'll be pissed off the whole time that he's with them, that they're with them. It's like, they won't speak. They won't do nothing. They're just like, now nah, you cut me off in the middle of my game, yeah. bro. And they'll just, and they'll, they'll hold, they'll have a grudge like that. He's like, man, it's been ridiculous. But he was like, when they play that game and they win, he's like, what's on cloud? They on cloud nine. It's like they won money. And I was like, the, the, the devil got an idol for everybody. You got to see that the most high displays in this verse, though. The honesty that he displays. The honesty. He, said he, don't he, want, he don't want you to do it. Uh-huh. Don't do nothing that's going to make him jealous because your great-great-grandkids going to have to deal with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Byzantine deal. Oh, you're going to get it, too. Right. But because I'm me, man, look, and this is how I operate. Y'all, you ain't, you ain't going to be around long enough for me to appease my anger for what you did. So your great-great-grandkids is going to feel it. So look out, think about your, 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 your future generations and, and don't create no graven images or likenesses of anything, don't bow down to them, don't serve them. So I won't have to punish your great-great-grandkids. I think the, the danger in that was also the fact that they could learn those practices from their parents, you know what I'm saying? So that it would be instilled in them. I mean, and I always go back to, you know, the Book of the Kings. When they when the king did it wickedly, he had a son, the son came on the scene, what the first couple lines say? He either followed in the footsteps of his father and did right, or he followed in the footsteps of Jeroboam, who was the most wicked until Manasseh came on the scene. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's funny that you said that. Uh-huh. It's funny that you said that because in Judges, and not, I'm not going to get back to the, to the three angels' message, but in uh-huh. Judges, it was funny. It was talking about, uh, what, was the, what, was the, what was the brother's name? Michael? Nah. Not, yeah, but it was a different part. It was later on. Um, judges. You talking about that story or a different one? It was a part of it. Uh, judges, what was that? Eight, 17 and 18. I only mentioned the judges and the Danites. But when you got... No, no, it was Kings. It was oh. It was Kings, 10. It was... First Kings? By the way, the Book of the Kings, those I love those books. Second Kings. The books of the Kings, you talking about some real stuff that was going down. Y'all, check out the Book of the Kings if you want some, like, some serious drama-filled, action-filled story time. Go ahead. Here you got this dude, Jehoram. He said, now, Jehoram, this is 2 Kings chapter 3, oh. the son of Ahab, Ahabic, Ahab, Ahabigon. No, <laughs> the son of Ahab. Look, I got these marks right here. Now, Jehoram, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel and Samaria, the eighth 18th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned 12 years. And he wrought evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and like his mother, for he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, he cleaved unto the sins of Jeroboam, Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. He departed not therefrom. That's, this story right here was mean. When he, when he linked up with the king of Edom mm-hmm. and the king of Judah, yeah, they went and found yeah. Elisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they were scared. And Elisha mm-hmm. was like, man, look, Slim, what you, what, are you, what are you talking to me for, Joe? If it wasn't for the presence of the king of Judah here with you, I wouldn't be talking to you or him. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But go get right. somebody to play me some music. Right. And after they played the music, he was like, all right, this is what the most high said. Dude. Yeah, right, right. Go dig Calm some ditches. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and fill it with, you know, they're going to fill with water. So, and the water came out of Edom. It came from the direction of Edom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Blew my mind. That's a whole. See that that's there was so much that came through this. Mm-hmm. We ain't got enough time to really get into everything he showed. But I'm reading whole chapters like that. So that's me. How he just carried him like that. 
This is the man of God. This is the man of God, though. This is the man of God. He's like, what are you doing? He has the, he has the he authority said, to do that. He said, Elijah said unto the king of Israel, what have I to do with thee? This is verse 13. Get thee to the prophets of thy father and to the prophets of thy mother. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for Yahweh have called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. And Elisha said, As Yahweh of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee, nor, nor see thee. See. But now bring me a, a minstrel or, or, or a musician. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of Yahweh came upon it. He was ready to disregard them, but for some reason he was understood that if I could just get me some music, if I could just hear some sermonic flow, man, you know what I'm saying, man, the spirit may speak, man, and if he speak, <laughs> then I'm gonna tell you then what I'm to do. Tell you what to do. But if he don't speak, Slev, you, right. if Jehoshaphat, we cool. Was, was it was it Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat, uh -huh. we cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no beef with you, bro. But but you Jehoram and and, and this Edomite, I wouldn't even man, deuces, man. Yeah. Kick rocks. Like, why are you over here? Go to the prophets of your fathers and your mothers, man. Y'all ain't been seeking the most high faith. Nah. You scared? Mm -hmm. Now you want to come seek the most high faith. Man, nah, I ain't got nothing to do with that. If you don't tell me to make a move, I ain't making no I move ain't for doing you. It. I'm not doing it. I like that. I like that type of authority that he had. Because he knew who he was working for, man. man Jay who, who too. Yeah, yeah, Jay. We, we, we ain't even got time to get into Jay. Jay who he'll burn these building. characters up, man. Yeah, I got to. These people are real. Read the kings. You tell everybody like them them medieval joints like Game of Thrones and all this other stuff. But be, I'm telling you, read the books of the kings, man. First and second kings. You can start in Samuel. You know, the end of David's reign. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then just go into the kings and look at what happened. Some wild stuff, man. The angels' stuff. messages, man. The angels' messages, man, to 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 preach the everlasting gospel. Another angel follows, saying, "Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication." Babylon is fallen, is fallen, man. Babylon, that 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 religious, that pagan religious system, you know what I'm saying, which is also a political entity. You got a religious political entity that fell in ancient times and it's fallen in modern times. The angel is warning of this. Third angel's message is the most important. The third angel follows saying with a loud voice. He's the only one that said with a loud voice. If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine and the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture to the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So it's three key things there that I think we should be focused on. Anybody that worshiped the beast his image and receive his mark. They got some. They 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 got some issues. He's calling us out of Babylon. He's calling us out of Babylon. We should be diligent enough in our study. And matter of fact, uh, the pen of inspiration says in this breakdown, that's like that's that's the meat of it all. You know what I'm saying? Um, what? Uh, I'm gonna read it to you. Uh, about worshiping the beast. The, the classification is repeated, doubtless for emphasis. The third angel utters a most fearful threat. The inhabitants of earth will be without excuse if they do not escape the entanglement here warned against. They should put forth every effort to discover the identity of the beast, his image, and the mark, mm. and to become acquainted with his wiles and policies. 
That should be our sole purpose in life because everybody is going to be affected in one way, one or, the way or the other. Right. We looked up what wonder means at the daggone um, at, at the Bible study. And that was what? Revelation, what was that? Everyone uh, should wonder after the beast. 12? 12 uh, through 4. Uh, 12, no, was it 12 or 13? Uh, and I stood. That's when the beast came up. I saw one of his, oh, okay, thir uh, 13, 3. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded, as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world Marvel. wondered after the beast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and in the breakdown, I think wonder, we concluded from the definition, all the world wondering. Uh, it concludes, it, 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 it involves everybody. Everybody, whether you actually agree or you disagree, um, wonder. What I, I wrote this, but I wrote it down. Wonder, 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 wonder. A strange thing. Uh, but here was down here, I think. To to entertain doubt or curiosity. To entertain doubt or curiosity. Now, you, you, whether you agree with it or you're curious enough to follow along anyway, it's going to affect everybody. Everybody on the planet at some point in the last days are going to have some type of uh, mental attraction, whether you're thinking about it doubtfully or whether you're thinking about it in curiosity, you're going to be attracted to the beast in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? But... All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, except those. See, the worship piece, you're you going to wonder. Everybody going to wonder, but everybody ain't going to worship. The warning from the angels is to avoid the worship of the beast. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to worship, uh, 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 worship, what does it say? Saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made heaven, earth, and the seas and the fountains of water. The beast didn't make the heavens, the earth, and the sea and the fountains of water. So this, this deception that's about to be set up, this beast is going to produce an image that's going to have people thinking he God on earth. Like he got some type of real authority here. You know what I'm saying? This, 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 this beast power, this religious political power is going to put itself in a position to, to dictate to the rest of the world what should or shouldn't be done. This power, this power has an image that's going to make himself out to be God. There's a mark that's associated with this, this, this beast power, and, and there's a name that's associated with this beast power. That's, that's, that's going to be for another show, but that mm -hmm. image, the most I had me looking up what this image is. All throughout the Bible, because you see here it says, the third angel follows, saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast in his image. Mm -hmm. We're created to worship. Mm -hmm. So by default, we're going to worship something. Something. It's either going to be the most high or it's going to be something we conjured up on our own or that was conjured up for us that took the place of the most high. Which is, which is worse, making something to worship or worshiping yourself? Making something to worship or worshiping yourself? Mm -hmm. I would think worshiping self. That would too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because... If you create something to worship, at least you're conscious of the fact 
that you're outwardly doing this, but if you're worshiping self, you just want to, you put yourself on a pedestal. You could be living your day-to-day -day life with no concern of anybody or anything around you, and that's kind of like self-worship. That's why we're supposed to die to self daily, mm -hmm. so you don't slip into that, that, that position. Mm -hmm. You know, you do unto others as you would have others doing. You know, you it's not popular. Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. You look to the you look to the next man as if you would look to yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you know, your life is being productive. But you if you're so focused on you, yeah. and you're missing out on your neck, you're gonna step over the nigga because he laying in some mud and you got some fresh Jordans on. But the whole time he face down, just turn him over so he can breathe. You're like, oh, I don't want to get my shoes dirty. So you step over somebody in need. And most I don't respect that. He ain't got no love for that. He's disobeying one of the, I mean, the second great commandment. Man, love your neighbor, love your neighbor and yourself. yourself. You know what I'm saying? All the, all the commandments hinge on that, on love. You know, he, he got me on this image. So that's where I'm at. I'm a guy, I got to get an understanding of what this image is, you know, what this beast power is, what mm -hmm. that mark is, what that name is. We've been instructed to, to make that our like sole purpose and understanding, because that's what it's going to boil down to. You know, the Most High in the beginning created man in His image. He has an image. And in in uh, in Corinthians eleven, excuse me, in First Corinthians eleven eleven seven, First uh, Corinthians. 11 7 he uh first Corinthians 11 7 first Corinthians 11 7 for a man indeed ought not to cover his head for as much as he is the image and glory of God so a man oh, yeah. a yeah. man here you got an image being you got you got Genesis 126 the most high saying let us make man in our image you got first Corinthians 7 uh 1 Corinthians 11, 7 saying, For a man indeed ought not to cover his head for as much as he is the image and the glory of God. You got the man being stamped as the image of God again. So this image got to be a man of sorts because the image can also be a spirit. That's in uh, uh, Job 4, 16. The image was referred to as a spirit because he <laughs> saw a spirit and then an image presented itself to him. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's, that's down the list. But then it started in Hebrews. You know what I'm saying? In Hebrews, it lets you know that. All right, let's, 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 make, it, let's make it plain real quick. 1 Corinthians 11 7. Man is indeed, man, for a man indeed ought not to cover his head for as much as he is the image and glory of God. Man is the image and glory of God. But in Hebrews, it stamps a specific man, and that is the Savior, who. First, I mean, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Well, God, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Mm -hmm. God, who has sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers of the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Mm -hmm. So you got the most, you got your hawa shot being, all right, man was made in God's image. That's his representation here. Okay. What's up? No, 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 I, I'm going to continue because I think. Uh, man was made in God's image and in his likeness as his representation here. Uh -huh. He stamped that in 1 Corinthians 11, 7, because a man indeed not cover his head when he prayed because he is the image and glory, and glory of God. Of God. However, the brightness 
the brightness of the Most High's glory and the express image of his person is Yahawashah. So you got... The express image of his person. The express okay. image of his person. His, right. his, his being. That means, yeah. He's the outward display of who God is. Right. Of who the, who the Father is. Ooh. So this, this beast image... That makes it very significant that he put on our flesh. He had to. Yeah. He had to for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. He had to redeem He had to redeem, he had to redeem the us flesh. in the flesh, right? He had to but at the that. same time, he knew, he saw down through the future and knew that the devil was going to set up a man in a position well, to be looked at. He was going to set a man. Of Christ. Uh, <laughs> God on earth. We already had that. God was already here on earth. He did his job, but he went back up. He ain't leading nobody else down here. This beast power. Then he checked me on what I, what I was thinking the image was. Mm -hmm. Ah, clearly the image is the office of the Pope. That's that man, like, that's that image that that man possesses for this beast power. They got a mark. They tell you, they tell you themselves that the mark of their authority is Sunday worship. Mm -hmm. I need to get that quote so I can have it ready when I make that statement, but Google it. Everybody use Google for everything. You ask Google hey, who who changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday, and you'll see what a Pope, whatever cardinal they that was, it. makes yeah. that statement in quotation marks. Yeah, we did. In the year, yep. it ain't in the Bible. We did it as a mark of our authority. Those words, because our authority is above the Bible. That's how you, tradition. They place it. They esteem tradition higher than Scripture. You know what I'm saying? It ain't on the solo scriptura. They they do what they want to do because they deem themselves infallible. And they feel like they got, yeah, oh, whatever. But you got, okay, so you got the image. You got the mark. Now, what's the name? Hmm. Look, man, I got to use the bathroom, man. We take, can we take a break real quick? Yeah, we take yeah. a break. <laughs> we can take a break. Yeah, right. We'll be back in uh, 5 to 10. Just have a seat, get class of session. Praise the Father, yeah, that's a blessing. 
relate to somebody in the same stages. Yeah, I love it when the beat bang, but you know they hate it when we're you to make it. Yeah. Time they see us come, watch the demon shape. Hey man, here you come with all that stuff, man. Come on, let's go. Man. Life and death is in your tongue, so watch what you say. Hey, real talk, what you can say yeah. around here too, man. Real His talk. Name's Take mind what you telling me. Cause I sit through muddy water and I ain't buying no dreams. So you best watch what you selling me. Lou and Misery at the STL. I'm at the triple D, but like we come from the same place. Cause if you stated, then you have to show me it like I come straight out there. Show me state. Our doctors best coordinate. Our powers best correlate. And we live for your science. So if we inspire your son, who him gonna resuscitate? Real Judah, you ain't holy, but I still see through you. We are messing, you say recycling bin. The way you let him reuse ya. Try to walk my walk, the journey to the kingdom ain't is like a foot race. Try to use the fruits of the spirit, but then they be acting just like some fruit cake. I turn my teeth for his name. Sick, but brother, I only have two of them. So you best leave me alone for I smash principalities and vessels they be residing in. I take it for quiet as the highs and the lows. So that's what watching inspired my flows. I pray that I hire by hacking the sire. They are my power, you already know. The way Jake's hate is like we the star, but they got it all wrong. Show about the father, son, and spirit, man. If I'm super rude, shy, this be my theme song. Every time they see us come, watch them demons shake. Hey, man, here you come with all that stuff, man. Come on, let's go. Man. Life and death is in your tongue. right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. 
Voxwave now features a streaming radio media player on our website's front page where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Android users, the Voxwave app is now available in the Google Play Store. Download the app today on your Android device to listen in and view programs. I personally helped several people reclaim their healthy lives with a ketogenic lifestyle. Together with our team at Wakaya Perfection, we have helped over 4,000 people struggling with weight loss burn off unwanted fat naturally, control hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and high cholesterol with our Beulah Fit Keto Fuel Shake and high-impact ginger and turmeric. Contact me for yours. Buttons about that keto life.mywakaya.com. That's B-U-T T-O-N-S-B-O-U-T-T-H-A-T-K-E-T-O-L-I-F-E dot M-Y-W-A-K-A-Y-A dot com or call 202-875-3926. back we back we back thank you for joining us again here in the studio this is real talk 101 sunday afternoon 6 to 8 p.m we had a very uh intense first half what we usually do and we were talking about uh images images and uh always making um points out of uh first uh, second was it first corinthians first corinthians first corinthians and then we were talking about the three angels message uh found in revelation 14 and the seriousness of the three angels message um and man, that's that's one thing you know that we definitely realize we can spend a lot more time teaching. And what what, what we're gonna work on? Cause we were talking about it off air. Is just working on doing a series of that, just picking that thing apart and making the whole show about you know portions of that that we gonna break down. We might start that you know before the end of the month or by the end of the month, man. But that needs to be done. That needs to be done just so we don't leave people. You know, confusing. We're well, talking about this and talking about that, but we we want to make sure that everything is clear. And if we dissect the three angels' message and the pertinent events to the times that we're living in right now that have been prophesied in Revelation, then uh, that'll be a good thing. And I think you know what? I think that'll be a good 
thing to almost kick off when Keelan comes on because he said all that shit. That's what he preached, mm-hmm. Revelation. So we can when he comes in here, we definitely have a, a bigger conversation on the book of Revelation. Um, I encourage everybody to read the book too. Did y'all know there was a blessing in store for the reader of the book? A lot of people I know have been afraid to crack the pages because all the stuff that they talk about in there. But there's a blessing if you read and you pray for understanding and you are able to read and understand what is in that book. And it is possible. So, um, so yeah, that's what we dissecting right now. Where was you uh, Where was you at before we man, jumped off? The, the most high took me through like, man, a good hundred and, man, a good hundred and some different references of images. Uh-huh. And between the old and new testament you know what i'm saying but it's interesting you start out with the image that god created himself which is man in his own image after that where he gets to warn us over and over and over and over and over again don't create any we think he only said it in the second and third commandment he constantly repeated that thing constantly deuteronomy 4 16 23 25 deuteronomy 5 8 9 uh, Deuteronomy 5, 8, uh, Deuteronomy 9, 12, Deuteronomy 16, 22. I'm going to go to that real quick because I thought it funny that Deuteronomy 16, the image talked about there, it's still a graven image, but it said uh, Deuteronomy 16, 22, neither shalt thou set thee up an image which Yahweh thy Elohim hated. That was the first time out of all the scriptures I looked up where it mentioned he hated the image. I thought the, the verse of scripture came to my mind, uh, six things doth Yahweh hate. Yeah, yeah, seven, seven is an abomination. That's Proverbs, yeah, Proverbs. Uh, six, 16. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He gives you what he hates. And based from what I can read there. like on the top of that leg on list. I think I remember. Proverbs 6, a haughty look. If I'm not Hardy look, yep. That's Proverbs yeah. six. A lying, a lying uh, person or brother, somebody, somebody, somebody who sows discord yep. amongst the brethren. I know that's in there. What is it? Six sixteen. Proverbs six. Yeah, these six 16. things Yahweh hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. Now, <clears throat> ain't my personal opinion, but that that image that we was talking about, mm-hmm. I think all those apply right. to him, or maybe not the one that's in current office, but collectively, whoever's held that position, yeah. they they hold these characteristics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, proud looks, they they they're infallible. Does it get any prouder than that? You can't do wrong. You think you're infallible, or whatever. A lying tongue. Well, we ain't, that's yeah, come on, man. Hands that shed innocent blood. I think they call it the Inquisition, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a heart that divides wicked imaginations. Man, we can go all over the place with that. Mm. Feet that are swift and running the mischief. They got their goons. I think they call them Jesuits, if I'm mistaken. Mm. They make it their business to infiltrate every aspect of everything for the purpose of bringing people's minds back around the popery. And a false witness that speaketh lies and has sold discord among the brother. Yeah, all that applies to them. You know what I'm saying? That position. And that was just that in Deuteronomy, that particular image that he hated. Don't set up nothing like that. There's all been a warning and it started from the beginning. Once he set up his image, man, 
you know what I'm saying? His representation here, you know, man messed up. We kept making images, 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 trying to recreate that, that connection. You know what I'm saying? Man didn't have, Adam didn't have to worship himself. He had a connection with the Most High. He lost that connection. He still seek the Most High's face. They had a system mm-hmm. that, that, they, that they used and he put in place the, the sacrificial system to keep that connection tight. Now, those that weren't a part of that or didn't adhere to that, because we're created to worship, they had to do something to appease that void. So we're going to sacrifice to trees and stones and the sun and the moon and the, the stars and, and animals. We're going to sacrifice the cows and we're going to sacrifice a cow to a cow. We're going to worship the, 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 the goat okay. and the bullock and the calf. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take the sheep and sacrifice to the, to the calf. It's asinine. That's what, that's what we become when we, when we, when we ask the most high. We, we become just, asinine. Yeah, we just stray. Constant. Thoughts and, and it's like kind of what it was in the days of Noah, man. Every thought of man was wicked continually. That's what it's going to be in these last days. That's what scriptures tell us. As it was in the days of Noah, so it's going to be. In these last days, before the, before the coming of the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. That story in, in Judges, I don't know if Darian listened or not, but I wanted him to call in and give his take. You know what I'm saying? I already know what the Most High gave you. We can actually break that down real quick. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to read through the entire thing, but I found this to be real interesting because one of the verses in Judges, Judges 17, 3 and 4, speaks of images, but it's a little confusing when the chapter starts out. I don't know if you want to start out. Judges jump. Yeah, Judges that. seventeen, from the beginning. We can go through. We can go through the story. Just break it down as we go. We got a little bit of time. I ain't got but a couple more verses I want to touch on anyway. Yeah. In the book of Judges, is it comes on the heels of uh, the ending of the story of Samson. Um, it's talking about this brother named Micah, who is from the mountains of Ephraim. Let me ask you this real quick: Is this the same Micah? That the book of Micah is referring to? That's what I do not know. I was thinking about that after when I first read it, but I got into the story because when I saw the name, I was like, "Oh, Micah, could it be due from the from the book?" I'm looking at the dates. This this occurred in my Bible around 1406 BC, but Micah is more so. I think Micah was a. Uh, you said like 300 something. It was 700 something. The book of Micah. Um, Either that's that's far removed. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's some time. So I don't I don't know that they're the same. I don't think it's the same person, mm-hmm. but uh, like uh, Mike Haggai. Well, I mean, I also look at this, and it's, it's like, like 750 BC. This is the reason why the Most High had judges to keep these people in line. You know what I'm saying? Because they they didn't have a ruler, they didn't have a king at the time. Um, but the judges were sent to to quell the to 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 quell the apostasy. Cause, right. You know, as when they were left to, to go alone by themselves, they kept straying further and further out like wandering sheep you know what i'm saying and when they did that they uh they picked up a lot of um traits and habits from um you know the surrounding nations or whatever and idolatry was accepted again or wasn't it was it was treated lightly like a light thing you know what i'm saying and when i read judges 17 and 18 um it was speaking about uh Micah who was with his mother who and she had eleven hundred shekels of silver that was taken from her. Um, Micah had recovered it. The only thing I'm foggy about is if he took it from somebody else or if he took it from his mother himself. Mm. That's why I did not know. But anyway, his mother had taken the silver. She had dedicated it to the Most High for her son. 
But when her son brought the 1,100 shekels back to her, she took 200 of that and, t and had two idols made, one carved and one molded out of silver. And Micah took these images, put them in his home with the rest of his teraphim, mm -hmm. which were uh, small household deities. So <laughs> I was like, man, it's, it's just this stuff multiplies. And what he did is he consecrated his Hold son. Up. What's up? So they had turned idol worship into like a, like, like a like a hobby, like, a, some, like merchants. You know, you get somebody come through oh, yeah. and they selling t-shirts or yeah. a baseball caps. Especially if you was nice with the carving. Get your idols here. Yeah. You know, I got your little. What, what, so. yeah. And they said, "Ooh, what's this one?" He could say anything. He goes, "Oh, this one gives you fertility. This one gives you wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Anything." You know what I'm saying? And whoever that's what the teraphims were. Yeah, that's what the teraphims were. Little minor were. idols. Yeah. So you want good, you know, good chakra, good spirit, good mm. vibes up in your home. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> it's the, the remnants of that are still being done today. Mm -hmm. You better believe. Um, so what he did is he took his son, consecrated him. He made his son a priest. By whose authority? It was his own. Then it the story diverts from that, and it talks about a Levite who left, uh, where was he at? He wasn't in Laish. The Levite was, where did he, he was from Bethlehem, Bethlehem and Judah. Beth, he was yeah, from Bethlehem, Bethlehem and Judah. Judah. He was a Levite. Now, everybody seemed to know that the, Le that the Levites were the priests of, of Israel. You know what I'm saying? That whole tribe of Levi, those are the priests. And it still drives me wild. I just love bringing this up. That Levi was a rough and rugged, violent man. Mm -hmm. He was one of the most violent brothers of the children of Israel. You know, say the sons of Israel. He's one of the most violent, and yet his seed was chosen to be the priest because they weren't afraid to get to work in. Man, they had to cut, they had to kill stuff. They did kill stuff. They had to they cut did. stuff up, man. Gut rough. stuff and yeah. peel stuff back. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so this Levite, you know, what I'm saying he left Bethlehem in order to go out, you know, find his place in the world. He's looking for a plot of land, really, and he came through the mountains of Ephraim, met up with Micah. Micah, you know, he found out he was a Levite, and he said, look, man, why don't you just stay up in my tent, you know what I'm saying, or stay where I'm at, you know what I'm saying, you can be my priest, you know, and you can live with me, and I'll give you 10 shekels a year, a suit, and it was something else, he gave him 10 shekels a year, a suit, and, and whatever else he needed, you know what I'm saying, and I found also, that, you know food. what I'm saying, some food, yeah, yeah, yeah well, stuff, the, the, the necessities, rituals, and so, when he gave him this stuff, the Levite was like, cool, I'll stay with you. I'll be your priest. And the Levite should have at least known. That's just that. I mean, we can talk about that. The Levite should have at least known that, I, that idolatry was wrong. That's what threw me. This is a Levite. This is a Levite who is just consenting to consenting being in this to man's be house. a consecrated priest in a foreign man's house who has idols. But he don't say nothing. Consecrated by this man. By the man. Yeah, yeah. Not by the Most High. Not by the Most High. Or the prophet of the Most High ain't come anoint him and say, look, I need you to make this move, right. which is usually how he do it. He sends one of his prophets to anoint somebody mm -hmm. like he did with Jehu. Right, right, right. He said, you're going to be the next king. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> that's, man, that's interesting. So when he did that, he's living with him. And then they talk about uh, that. So pretty much that's chapter 17. Chapter 17 is not too short. It's only 13 verses. Mm -hmm. But then it goes to talk about the Danites, mm -hmm. who were a group of, they were a part of the tribes of Israel. And they had not yet received their inheritance from the Most High. So they got a little bit restless. And they said, you know what? We ain't got no inheritance yet. Let's go out and get one. <laughs> and so 
when they were, they sent five of the strongest men of valor out of the tribe of Dan to go find, you know, a spot for the whole clan to come, you know, sit down and settle in. And as the spies, the five spies went out, they came upon um, Micah's crib and the Levite. And they asked him, he's like, man, what you doing here? Why, why, you, why you up here? You a Levite. You ain't even supposed to be up here. He told him, excuse me, he told him what he was doing there. And they were like, what did they say? I don't want to. They asked him counsel. They asked him to look to the most high for him. That's right. That's right. So, in, in, so this is the second group <laughs> of Israelites who completely forego the fact that there are idols around. Mm-hmm. This man is a priest at some strange man's house. Who is who he consecrated, and they said, "Oh, you a Levite? Bet ask ask God where he gonna put us." You know what I'm saying? And after they received a good word from him, they went out to Laish or Laish, however you say it, L A I L A I S H, and they came upon the people who were chilling, wasn't doing nothing wrong. They dwelt careless. Yeah, they, they dwelt without a care. They dwelt after the manner of the Zidonians, after the manner, after the manner of, of, the, of the Zidonians, of the Zidonians. Right. right. So these these people, um, did they have a name? Did those people specifically have a name? They they just dwelt after the manner of the of the man of the man of the Sidonians. But the thing is, they had no connection with the Sidonians. They just mimicked the way they lived. You know, there was no magistrate in the land. Right. So there was no government. Yeah, they, they didn't have. They didn't have. They said that 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 they, there was no master in the land that might put them to shame in anything, and they were far from the, the Zidonians they they and had no business with any man. They were just they did what they wanted in a great land, in a great place, a, a, a rich land, and they weren't threatening nobody. But they didn't have any connections. They weren't even worried about defending themselves. They were doing what they wanted, and the hmm. the five spies from Dan noticed this took the report back, told the rest rest of the brothers, we need to roll right now, roll down on these dudes and take their land. Mm-hmm. And we ain't got to worry about nothing once we do it because they ain't got no backup. We can go down there and stomp them out and take what they got. And when they did this, on the way through, they stopped back at Micah's crib where the Levite was, and they went in there, they took the idols, they took the silver, they took, they took the ephod, and they took the priest, which was the Levite. And they said, look, Instead of being a priest here for this one man, why don't you come and you be our priest? You know what I'm saying? We'll bring all the idols and everything with us. You be our priest. So instead of being a priest over one, you'll be a priest over many. And the Levite, you know, was enticed by that idea. He was like, all right, bet. He rolled. And he went with them and did it. And they went down. They rolled over the, the, the people who were down there in Laish, and they took over. And um, that was pretty much the end of that, of that, of that story because – Later on, it goes into the Levite's concubine, but that's you know that's that's more about that particular Levite. But the, what I saw was there was absolutely no check and balance for the idolatry that was just accepted because Micah, who could be pro- who possibly could have been given a pass because it does not say that Micah was an Israelite; he was just from the mountains of Ephraim. You know what I'm saying? He, but hold on, I can't even I can't even verily say that because it says that his mother dedicated the silver to the Most High, so mm-hmm. they at least knew about the Most High God. Said the Lord. Yeah. So she at least knew about him. So, I mean, but what I see is acceptable. It's, it's, it's accepted idolatry then. Yeah. It's accepted idolatry. Because it passed from one house to another, and everybody involved knows about the Most High God, but they're still, you know, that's what was going knowledge. on in the camp. That's what was going on in the camp of Israel. That's was that was the norm, just like now. 
Ain't nobody pointing out the fact that what we doing and saying is wrong because it's accepted amongst everybody. Mm. Ain't nobody pointing out the fact that that does not mean what you think it means. That word doesn't mean what you think it means. We're mean. not supposed to have idols. We, we ain't supposed to have no idols, no, no graven no images, images, nothing. But ain't nobody pointing it out. You got some Danites that come through. They see this a Levite in this man's house. They asked him, he said, man, he said, uh, verse 14, then answered the five men that went to spy the country of Laish and said unto their brethren, do you know that there is in these houses an epod, a teraphim, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now, therefore, consider what you have to do. So you, you're talking about some dudes that know what's up. Yeah. These jokers, is, they, they, they got these idols, man. They got these graven images. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do about this? <laughs> take, take thought now. What is our job? Right. They said, and they turned, thither, they turned thitherward and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, even into the house of Micah, and saluted him. And the 600 men appointed with their weapons of war, mm-hmm. which were of the children of Dan, stood by the entering of the gate. Man, we ain't, ain't nobody leaving. Ain't nobody coming in ain't until we handle this business. Yeah. They got so some we, stuff in there that we need to, we, we need we need to, to get. Yeah. <laughs> said, and the five men that, were the, that went to spy the land went up, came up thither and took the graven image and the epi and the teraphim and the molten image. And the priest stood in the entering of the gate with the 600 men that were appointed with the weapons of war. And these went into Micah's house and fetched the carved image, the epod, the epod, and the teraphim, and the molten image. Then said the priest unto them, what do ye? Like, why y'all doing this? Yeah. And they said unto him, hold our peace. Lay thy hand upon our mouth. Said, man, yeah, like, man, shut, shut up. up. This ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. He said, but, and go, he said, uh, put thy hand upon our mouth and go with us and be unto us, be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for thee to be a priest unto the house of one man or that thou be a priest unto a tribe and a family in Israel. Mm. So people still pride themselves on being affiliated with Israel, Israel and being right. a part of the tribe, but they were still living foul about the land. They're going around stealing land at the most. I ain't necessarily tell them go get they had they had yet to be given their portion. Right. He hadn't appointed them their land yet. Right, right. Yo, right. Dan Dan was just wandering around rested, and yeah. they wasn't necessarily causing trouble, but at the same time, they're they like, man, and it, it tell you in the back end how they that's what confused me. But he's like, man, the priest's heart was glad. And he took the epod, the priest, mm-hmm. took the epod, the, uh, the teraphim, and the graven image, and went into the midst of the people. It's the ephod. The ephod. Right. So they turned and departed and put the little ones and the cattle and the carriages before them. Mm-hmm. Put the kids up front. You know what I'm saying? And this is what tripped me out. And when they were a good way off from the house of Micah, the men that were in the house near Micah's house were gathered together and mm-hmm. overtook the children of Dan. Reading that like that, you would think they ran down on them and roughed them up. Right. But the they overtook. They came up behind them. Overtook. Overtook H1692. It, it meant they like cleaved to them. They followed them. Followed they stuck them. with them. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? They have to say, man, y'all got the idols. We need to be with y'all. Y'all took our idols. We need something to worship. Right. Since we need to we worship need something. Right. So we're going to follow our idols. <laughs> they said, uh, and they cried unto the children of Dan, and they turned their faces and said unto Micah, what aileth thee? that thou cometh with such a company. And he said, ye have taken away my gods, which I made, and the priest, and ye are gone away. And what have I more? And what is this that ye saying to me, what aileth thee? Like, man, you done took everything I got. How you gonna ask me what's wrong? You gonna ask me what's wrong? You done came and took my priest. You done took my gods. You done took my images. I have nothing. Literally, you know he was still alive and he had an opportunity to turn to the most high. We, we look at stuff so... So, mm. man, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You, you lose your job. 
you know what I'm saying, you, 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 your car get repossessed, you know, your, your student loans piling up, you know, all these things that you thought so highly of, you know, your education, your house, your transportation, but you ain't looking at it like, maybe it's a blessing that the Most High is taking this stuff so that he can get my attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, I ain't got nothing. You took all my... And the children of Dan said unto him, let not thy voice be, listen to what he said to him. Uh-huh. You crying about this. You beefing because we, we took what you ain't, you ain't needing your possession anyway. Let not thy voice be heard, heard among, among us, us, lest angry fellows run upon thee and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. So there was some jokers that rode with Dan, zealous for the most high. Mm-hmm. They may not have known what the move was because they left 600 men out there. Mm-hmm. Those 600 men may not have known necessarily they was in there stealing images and, and right. idols and, and ephods and teraphims, you know what I'm saying? But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, 26. It, it said, then the children of Dan went their way. And when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. Couldn't do nothing with them. And that's when from there they settled in Laish. They Laish, yeah, that's right. And um, so they took the things, I'm reading verse 27 of, of chapter 18. So they took the things Micah had made and the priests who had belonged to him and went to Laish to a people quiet and secure and they struck them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. There was no deliverer because it was, for, it was far from Sidon and they had no ties with anyone. It was in the valley which belongs to Beth Rehob. So they rebuilt the city and dwelt there. So after they burned it, kicked everybody out, they rebuilt. They mm-hmm. rebuilt the joint mm-hmm. and stayed there. And they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan, their father, who was born to Israel. However, the name of the city formerly was Laish. Okay. Then the children of Dan set up for themselves the carved image. And Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's carved image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in shallow. So Jonathan, the son of Gershom, and the son of Manasseh, and the son and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan. That might have been the name of the Levite. Shallow gets mentioned a lot in the in the coming chapters. If I'm not mistaken, when Jake, when uh when my man Josiah came on the scene. It's the house of God. You know what I'm saying? But they set up Graven images in the house of God. Mm. These are Israelites. Right. That stuff went unchecked. I mean, you could see how, I mean, the progression of it. I mean, if it was accepted, you got Dan rolling through on the strength of the Most High to take over land. They get the images. They keep them. You know what I'm saying? This stuff is being documented, I believe, so we can have a a, a reference as to how we got to where we're at. Right. A lot of stuff has been done unchecked. Ain't nobody saying nothing about the fact that we keep bringing all these graven images into the house of the Most High mm-hmm. and setting them up and worshiping a business, a business as if it's cool because he ain't saying nothing. He ain't say nothing. Yeah. Most High ain't say nothing in this chapter. Nah, yeah. He ain't say nothing, but somebody he told somebody, hey, document that. So them fools later on to know what these things was doing. And the fact that I'm allowing these things so they can see. So they can see. It's going to be a lesson. Man, because you see, not too long. <laughs> ain't too far. That stuff gets removed aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> until they got taken over. That's what he said. They, they settled in layups until they went into captivity. So the result 
or this Jeffing and this this all the stuff that the most I said, not to do an Exodus, not to do a Deuteronomy, not to do a numbers, don't make no images. You try to give them a chance. They ain't had no king. They had judges. Every now and then somebody would let them know, look, man, we wrong. We wrong. This is not what the most high would have us to do. This is not what your high would have us do. Everybody did their own thing. They they did whatever seemed right in their eyes. You running out on a peaceful people. Yeah, they might be living carefree. They they might have been, you know what I'm saying, swingers or whatever. They ain't killing nobody. They ain't robbing, they ain't stealing, they ain't hurting nobody. They doing them. They're like, nah, I like that land. And they probably kept their women. You know what I'm saying? But did the most high tell them to go down on that land and take it? They got arrested. They wanted what they, they asked, wanted something. They, they wanted what they wanted. That brought about cap that that maybe not that particular incident. Right. But it aided in the ultimate captivity. Now we're in captivity. We're, 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 we're being we're coming out of captivity, mental captivity. Mental. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual captivity, physical captivity. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't we ain't slaves like we used to be. Mm-hmm. You slaves in your head. You're trapped in your mind. If you if you feel like you have to work for somebody else, then you're still a slave in your mind. You can go ahead and pick up trash for a living and work for yourself. Mm-hmm. You may not make eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you you working. You don't have to go to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the that's that slave mentality. You gotta do what master say. Somebody gotta write my check. Why can't you sign your own ticket? I got a checkbook in the truck. You know what I'm saying? I can write a check to myself. Ain't no money in the bank. You know that ain't gonna I ain't gonna get nothing. Right. But you know what I'm saying? You you wanna be able to and I ain't saying nothing wrong with working for somebody else. I'm not saying that. But that's that mentality that we've been given. I was watching this video. Somebody came and told the slaves, they like, look, the dude, his job was to get these slaves to act right. So what he tell them is, man, look, y'all all free now. Y'all ain't slaves no more. You know what I'm saying? But if you leave this plantation, somebody else may take you and enslave you. So your best bet is to stay here. But y'all are now part owners in this plantation. So you work for yourselves. You know, so you're going to be given a portion of what it is you make. But since y'all don't know anything about running a plantation, then Mr. Such Such is going to stay in, in control. One dude stood up. That don't make sense. Basically, everybody else was like, yeah, we free now. Mm. But we're still going to work every day. Get up, and if they don't do what they told you, they got beat and punched and all this other stuff. Mm. So he, he gave him an appearance of choice. Brought in a master's an appearance of choice. Brought in a master's brother or cousin, one of them. He's like, listen, every so many, every three months, we're gonna, we're gonna have a like a, a, a an election. And y'all can choose which one of these guys y'all want to work for for the next three months. If you don't like Mr. John, then you can choose Mr. Bill. Hmm. If you don't like Mr. Bill, then you can choose Mr. John. But either way, they slaves still playing with their mind. Gave him an illusion of choice. Young boy spoke up again. Man, we, whether, regardless which one we choose, we still we slaves. We ain't keeping nothing. They beat him again. But some of the people was, it was happy with the fact that they were given a choice to who they wanted to be a slave to mm. with the illusion of freedom. So much to the point that while they was Amongst themselves, doing whatever, you know, talking about Mr. John, Mr. Bill. They ain't realize the boy bled to death. The only one that was speaking up on behalf of these slaves, for real, they, they, they stood there content with just having a choice of who they wanted to be a slave to. Mm-hmm. Want to be a slave to Mr. John and Mr. Bill. You know what I'm saying? At least we get a little bit uh, uh, of the cotton that we pick. We get a little bit, uh, uh, at least we, we at least we getting fed. At least we ain't getting, getting beat. At least we ain't a slave over there on Mr. Such and Such Plantation. Mm-hmm. But you're still a slave. There was an illusion of freedom. There was never really any real freedom, and that went into a whole bunch of another another spill. But that's interesting, dude. That's mm. that's the man. That's the that's 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 the American dream. 
Go get your house. Go get your car. Get that white picket fence. You know what eminent domain is? Just let the government want it. They're coming to get it. You can either willingly sell it or they're going to take it. It ain't really the same thing, but it's an illusion. It's, a, it's, it's an appearance of, it's yours. Like, I own this. I own this land. This is my land. I pay taxes on this land. You're leasing it. You're renting it, even if it was inherited. And it's called eminent domain. It's, mm. This domain is eminently the, 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 the government's. Mm -hmm. It's theirs. Now, they ain't going to take everybody's, but if they want yours, they're coming to get yours. Hmm. It's been that way since the beginning, man. And it's going to continue. An illusion of freedom. It's an illusion of freedom. If any man be in Hamashiach, Yahawashiach, he's a new creature. You know what I'm saying? If you want real freedom, the truth is what's going to set you free. Amen to that. If you don't have a desire, if you cool with tradition, if you cool with the way things are, if you cool with, you know, going to church every Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you go to church, whatever, don't make a difference. If you're cool with that and you think everything's okay, eh, you're, you're, you're under the strong delusion. You got, you under the, the, the physically powerful, morally vigorous, deeply rooted false idea or theory such as a strong, solid, stable, or settled belief held persistently and abnormally, accepted as truth, especially by faith or authority rather than from personal knowledge, but is in fact a falsehood, intended by the most high to mislead by speech or false representation, an untruth, something that is stated contrary to fact. A falsehood is the utterance of something known to be untrue. It's a lie, a fabrication, which is an invention, an equivocation, which is the deliberate concealing of truth behind words capable of a double interpretation. It's a mendacity or a habitual shameless line. It shows or gives evidence to the falseness and the very nature of the person practicing it. That's what the Most High allowed to come upon those who did not have a love for truth. You will receive a physically, morally, vigorously powerful, deeply rooted false idea or theory accepted as truth. But it's up to you to dig. It's up to you to ask. That's why I asked the Most High, man, remove the strong delusion. If he don't remove it, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. You're not going to figure it out if he don't remove what he allowed to happen. That's Can't right. nobody do it. That has to be included in the prayer constantly. It has to be. It has to be. But you got to recognize that that's the case first. It's in Scripture. You got to recognize Second Thessalonians 2.11. What does that start with? Something ain't right. Something ain't right. This stuff, you supposed to, somebody, I wonder how many pastors don't understand this, that there is a strong delusion at, at work. And it's a, It's spiritual. They think they know what it is. They're rich. They, they don't need anything. That's the mindset. <laughs> right. Are we on that? that ain't got nothing to do with us. We got everything we need right here. Everything we need is right, right in this book right here. Ah, it's, it's a part of it. It's a part of it. This is what I opened up to. I was going to go to Malachi, but it's funny. The father loved the son. This is John chapter 3, verse 35 and 36. Mm -hmm. The father loved the son and hath given all things into his hand. Right. He that believeth on the son hath everlasting life. Mm -hmm. and he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And that's not to scare you, but it is to open your eyes up. He ain't got but one son. Mm -hmm. The beast got an image too. The most high son was made in his image. He is his ekon. He's his expressed image. The beast got an image too. 
It's time to figure out the difference between the two. That's where I'm at moving forward in 2019. Now, now you got to know who the beast is. You got to know what that image is. You got to know what that mark is. You got to know what that name is. Beast and, um, image, mark, name. Yeah. If, if, if you're seeking, you know, add that to your bucket list of things to figure out. You know, that's all I got, bro. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, next week uh, we should have Darren and Keelan up in here as guests to the studio. Um, look forward to that discussion. And also stay tuned for when we uh, announce when we're going to be breaking apart uh, more in-depth look at the Three Angels message, man, because that's, that's definitely important. We, we really should do that. Um, with that, man, we can close out with a word of prayer if you're ready. All right. By your head. Uh, most high Shem. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for allowing this information to be hidden away until a time such as this. Because had it stayed in circulation, it too might have actually been tainted. And you, 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 you hid it for a reason. Thank you for giving us the ability to dig and a desire to dig and, 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 and not caring about getting dirty in the process in order to find this information. Um, Continue to be with Brad's family, uh, those in Alabama as well. Uh, be with his coworkers that um, mm-hmm. that you put in his path that you wanted to minister to. Mm-hmm. Be with this Voxwave family. Uh, be with our engineers, Ron and Reg, and the other shows that come on this this, this broadcast. Uh, be with uh, our, our elderly, you know, our, the 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 seasoned vets who. Could very well be ending the, the end of their time here in this on this battlefield. You know they uh they done held up their bloodstained banner, and uh, I recognize that there's a there's a there's a there's a time every there's a season for everything. You know time to live and a time to die. Thank you for that understanding because it makes it a little easier to deal with. Um, be with my health. Forgive me for trying to kill myself with uh, all the dumb stuff that I continue to do. Uh, remove this strong delusion yeah. that you allow to uh, to come upon all the world, especially those who don't have a love for the truth. Increase the love for the truth. Maybe that's what the 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 the, the serum is for the strong delusion, and increase love for the truth, the uh, antidote for the strong delusion. Increase our desire to know exactly what truth is. Increase our desire to want your ruach to work in our lives in a in a manner that's different than what we used to. Um, thank you in advance for uh, what you're going to do for E on Friday. I'm imagining that you keep his spirits up, keep his hopes up, clear his mind of all nonsense, all whatever the enemy is trying to discourage him or make him doubt with. Uh, be with our brothers, uh, hood proud, as well as our blood brothers, our uh, all of our family, you know, uh, my sisters, um, Brad's sister, uh, continue to prepare us for what it is that's before us. You know, help us to be more of a mind to teach as opposed to telling. Um, forgive us for our many iniquities, anything that might have been overlooked. 
thank you in advance for all the blessings that you have prepared that we haven't even reached out for, or don't even know are coming. Financial, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all the blessings that you're waiting to give us as that you allow us and prep us to be ready to receive them. Um, save us in your kingdom when you return to your son, your high shine's name, amen. Amen, amen. We'll be right back with you next Sunday, 6 to 8 p.m. Until then, may y'all bless and keep you through the week. Say truth. Every time they see us come, watch them demons shake. Hey man, here you come with all that stuff, man. Come on, let's go. Man. Life and death is in your tongue, so watch what you say. Hey, real talk, what you say yeah. around him too, man. Real talk. Names wait. If you don't know about Father Rahaya, his name's wait. And you don't know about his son, you shot his name's wait. Receive the gift of Rawaka Dot, his name's wait. Forever screaming, crime, Yashara, his name's wait. Tell me names whole way. I'm calling a higher. Calling them out. Kicking them tables over. Just like you're shy. Digital damage.